Coming up, the Department of Justice in the US launches an investigation into creative production. Half of all online campaigns miss their target. Mm -hmm. And consulting firm Accenture get all funky and creative. Hello and welcome to IDCOM's Media Snack, episode 56. Today, some very interesting stories. Yes. So the Department of Justice in the US has launched an investigation into major creative agencies accusing them potentially of rigging bids, yep. which is illegal. Uh, and we'll dig into some implications of that and if it affects media. Yeah. And Nielsen have just issued a report saying that half of all online impressions aren't actually being seen by the people who are supposed yeah. to be seeing them. Amazing. Uh, and finally, you've probably seen this perhaps by now, but Accenture, the consulting business, <clears throat> has acquired uh, a creative agency, independent agency called Karma Rama in the UK. Mm -hmm. Is this the beginning of something big? All coming up on Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. So firstly, welcome back. Thank you, mate. You were in New York I was. this week, uh, yeah. meeting lots of interesting people. Yeah, and you had Wayne in. I, I had Wayne in, I thought, he did, I thought he did a brilliant job. Very actually. good, I learned a lot from that. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I was in New York all last week um, for a number of reasons, one of which was uh, to present at what's called a think tank, talking about the future of media, it was hosted by the ANA, uh, so that was very interesting. Uh, but whilst I was in New York, this story that we're going to talk about broke, uh, and it's related to the ANA, so it was quite pertinent. So what's happened is the Department of Justice yeah. have uh, got access to some information that was gathered actually by as, uh, part of the ANA's media transparency investigation. And if you remember, the they, ANA had hired this company K2 Intelligence to do um, to kind of look into media rebate practice. During the course of their interviews and fact-finding, they discovered some insight into potential, what they call, bid rigging yeah. uh, on the creative side. Now, the ANA decided not to publish these findings because they focused just on the media transparency. Uh, but this information is now set, set with the Department of Justice. Yeah. And uh, what they are now looking into is whether creative agencies in the US who have been asked by marketers to quote for production services. Mm -hmm. They've gone out to independent production houses. Their accusation is that they've encouraged independents to inflate their prices so the creative agencies themselves can look cheaper mm -hmm. and, get, and win, the, win the job, basically. Right. That is illegal. Yeah. That violates antitrust laws. Um, and so that's what the Department of Justice now are investigating, if you followed all I that. I do, absolutely. Yeah. So basically you're saying that the creative agencies have been asked in the past by their clients yeah. to go and source production companies yeah. whilst internally within their kind of offering, they also do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So they use that, that insight perhaps to uh, underbid. Undercut yeah. the uh, the competitors' bids. Yeah, so it's a slight conflict of interest, isn't it? Conflict. Asking a creative agency to to find production suppliers and mark their homework. So I mean, you're you're kind of asking for trouble, really, if you just do that. And, but that yeah. must have been going on for for years, hasn't it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not close enough to it. The, the, this is the Department of Justice are doing the investigation yeah. based on insights gathered by K2. What's really interesting? I mean, that's 
this happened this happened before you know 10 or so years ago yeah. in the US I gather people went to prison as a result right. of investigations who knows what's going to happen this time but I mean this is a serious thing this is an illegal practice if it's going on so that's why they're investigating does it have an implication on media well it might do because uh, as revealed in the Wall Street Journal the Department of Justice actually now have a subpoena mm. over K2 intelligence now K2 obviously did all that deep uh, research into you know non-transparent media practice yeah. okay which resulted in the ANA's transparency report we don't know the extent to which the Department of Justice subpoena gives them access to any of that other related media information mm. um, if if it does if they get the whole volume of K2's research that will expose them to the kind of the names and the agencies and the practice and the evidence gathered by K2 which, who knows, would that trigger further investigation into media? Don't know. But if you're a media agency in the US, you might be a little bit nervous yeah. uh, that the Department of Justice is now kind of sniffing around or maybe got access to that kind of information. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's another, it's another example of, of uh, you know, clients needing to take back control. Yeah. Right? So advertisers, when they are uh, sourcing out for you know, service requirements, yeah. uh, kind of an independent source surely has to be the way forward. Yeah, I don't, don't think you can rely on the agencies themselves to run the pitch no themselves. Yeah. You need external, independent yeah. kind of validation of that. But we'll follow that story, that's for sure. Yeah. So next up, Nielsen have yeah. uh, issued a report based on a, uh, some analysis they did on 3,500 campaigns in the UK, yeah. part of a massive 44,000 campaign analysis mm -hmm. across multiple markets in Europe. And they found that just over half of all online impressions mm -hmm. were seen by those people that they were intended to see by. So half of all online impressions were actually wasted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, an another example of uh, perhaps more accurate measurement, but the fact that uh, online campaigns just aren't delivering the kind of KPIs that most advertisers think that they should be. Yeah, I mean, it's just another alarming isn't it? kind of headline, isn't it? Because... Uh, and this is deep analysis, as you say, 44,000 campaigns that Nielsen analysed in a short space of time. This is only in a three-month window this year that they've complete, completed and just published the findings of that. Um, nearly half of impressions didn't reach the intended target audience. Uh, but, these, but these target audiences were really broad. Were really broad, yeah. Were like, like just gender and broad age demographics. Because it was like 60, between the ages of 16 and 30, yeah. men between the ages of 16 and 30. So I mean, that's as specific as it got. And... 47% uh, of impressions delivered were missing the, their intended target audience. So that, it's another slightly, more than slightly, kind of worrying headline when it comes to you know, the integrity of digital measurement yeah. or particularly digital uh, campaign effectiveness and targeting. Yeah. It, you know, it's another one, I think digital uh, marketing is obviously you know, being exposed uh, somewhat consistently across this period of the year. It's a bit of a bad run. Um, you know, if you think of all the, the mounting yeah. noise around, you know, fraudulent impressions, you know, 40 to 50 percent potentially, you know, Facebook seems to be never ending kind of questions over their metrics. You know, we reported on that a couple of weeks ago. This week they've come through and kind of admitted uh, more issues with the way that they're measuring uh, campaigns. So, but I mean, on a positive note, yeah. uh, it's being held to account. Yeah. Right. It's not being ignored. It's That's not, very optimistic of you. Well, yeah. I, well, I am. I mean, I, I, I think I'd rather have it raised as a 
key yeah. issue. So if you're a, if I was an advertiser going into next year, it would be another thing on my to-do list. You know, just get this right. Make sure that my agencies are delivering me the campaigns that I want them to deliver. Yeah. Hold them to account. Make sure they hold their vendors to account. Yeah. And things should move forward. But I'm, I'm glad that they are being raised now. Yeah. And I'm glad that they are on the agenda of, of marketeers going into next year. Yeah. But it's just another thing to have to think about. Yeah. I think that's why it's becoming slightly exhausting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, improvements next year, please. So finally this week, let's talk about Accenture. Um, we've spoken quite a lot in a previous episode, it was a few months ago now, uh, just quite the scale of scope that the so-called consulting businesses, like the Accentures and the Deloitte's and the PwC's, McKinsey's, yeah. and that, were starting to kind of steal what might be considered traditional agency scope. Uh, and uh, last week, Accenture announced that in the UK they were acquiring a creative agency called Karmarama, which is fully independent, considered one of the kind of leading and, and uh, you know, most buoyant, mm -hmm. uh, exciting creative agencies here in the UK. And it follows a, a little kind of pattern of, of Accenture acquisitions of creative buying creative agencies in different parts of the world. The Karmarama acquisition uh, is, is big. I mean, it's bigger financially. It was about a $50 million so-called potentially acquisition. But it's big because Karmarama is just such a different kind of business mm -hmm. to Accenture. So it's kind of got everybody looking and wondering whether this is going to be, you know, a, a real milestone in consulting businesses moving wholesale into yeah. you know traditional agency territory yeah I mean you know one thing that you can't uh, you can't challenge Accenture on is lack of ambition yeah you know Accenture interactive it only formed in 2013 yeah is now <laughs> it is now generating three billion dollars worth yeah. of, mm. of revenues yeah. it is the biggest digital business in the world yeah. and only in the last 40, 18 months they've bought 40 businesses. I mean, that's you just, have got all the stats, haven't I you? Know, yeah. I know, yeah. I, I find okay. this thing absolutely it fascinating. Saves me having to do it. Yeah. Um, but it's absolutely amazing. So they are making a massive, massive play into yeah. the marketing communications world yeah. and they have just now bought probably the biggest uh, independent creative shop in the UK. Yeah. Uh, and they have made their intentions really, really clear to, yeah. the, to the big six. Yeah. Um, and I would be worried if I was them. They have the funds, they have obviously the, 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 the talent and the resources and the inclination to go after this territory. Yeah, and it's a smart purchase, so yeah. you t there's also a good strategy there. You know, it's, it's, a lot of people question the kind of cultural fit, because if you've been to Kamarama or you know much about them, I mean, they're kind of, you know, a super funky agency. Uh, but there's a clear, good, I think, strategic fit there. Um, they are regarded as very savvy digitally, Karmarama, yeah. really strong on kind of digital content and the in interactivity of marketing. Um, uh, it puts Accenture in a very, very strong place. The question, this being media snack, is when does Accenture move into the media space? Mm -hmm. So, you know, they've communicated publicly that they want to have an, what they've called an end-to-end -end offering of marketing services. So you'd assume that at some point that includes media. Yeah. Historically, they've said, when asked that they would uh, you know, advise clients to work with third-party media. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason is, is because Accenture also one of the world's largest media auditors. That's right, it would be a conflict of so interest. So it would be a huge conflict of interest if they were buying media as well as auditing other media agencies. 
Um, so that would kind of seem to be a barrier for that. But at some point, whether it's Accenture, perhaps not, but will a PwC or a McKinsey or Deloitte acquire a media buying business? That we would see as the kind of the next logical milestone. It's going to send a really clear message again to agencies that, that you know, these guys view themselves and girls view themselves as really significant challenges yeah. to the traditional kind of agency setup. Absolutely. And, um, and this whole disruption to the, to the industry, I think, is really healthy. Yeah. I think it's keeping everybody on their toes. And again, if I was an advertiser, options are great. Mm. I want to have as many really good options as I possibly can, not least because it creates a competitive tension uh, amongst you know, the, the partners that I already have, yeah, which, is, which can only be a good thing. Yeah. Do you got any more stats? No. I'll it. give you one more. Go on. Go on. Uh, is Accenture is twice the size of WPP in terms of headcount. There we go. Okay. And on that beautiful piece of insight, uh, that's all for this week. Thank you very much for watching. Bye for now. Have a good weekend. Thank you.